This episode is brought to you by hrvcourse.com. If you're new to heart rate variability or you just want to take your use of it to the next level, there are now online courses designed to help you do exactly that. Hundreds of people from NFL coaches to doctors to athletes and health seekers are already taking advantage of the in-depth course material. It's all online, go at your own pace, and the material focuses about half on the science and mechanisms and half on the data and real-world application of HRV. The courses are also platform-independent, meaning the content applies to you no matter which HRV app or hardware you use. Continuing education credits are available as well. And last, make sure to get your 10% discount for being a listener of this podcast by using coupon code ELITEPODCAST at checkout. To take your use of HRV to the next level, head on over to hrvcourse.com. Welcome to the Elite HRV Podcast, where experts share their experience using heart rate variability and other biomarkers to optimize health and human performance. Welcome back to the Elite HRV Podcast. This is your host, Jason Moore. And today joining us are Rob and Shannon Yance. And Rob and Shannon, welcome to the show. Thanks, Jason. Thank you. Yeah, I really appreciate y'all being here and uh, sharing your time. I know that you've been a user of our platform as well as very active in our community, helping others, uh, often giving your time away for free, based on your experience coaching and using heart rate variability and, and other things that you've addressed, you know, uh, I just, first of all, want to say, we really appreciate that. And the community has appreciated your contributions already. So we're excited to bring you on the show and share your message with the world. Uh, thanks. It's, um, it's, it's a, a passion of ours to, to work in this field and to continue to better ourselves. And one of the ways we get better is helping other people. Oh, much appreciated. Yeah, I often, I, I kind of agree that I learn the most by teaching and I think that's, I'm not the only one. So it's nice to hear that <laughs> as well. Uh, so maybe you can just give folks a little bit of background, uh, you know, what it is that y'all do. I know that you work together. Um, I don't know if you juggle different things or just work together on everything, but how does your business set up right now? Do you want to take this on? I'm going to let you. (laughs) (laughs) All right. We're we're in different places, so we have to communicate back and forth. We uh, we started our business in about 2003, and um, we really focused on improving the quality of people's lives. And uh, it's been a rapid uh, progression curve since then um, as we study and get better and do all the things we do. But uh, but focused on fitness and health, and as we practice and apply our trade, we see and observe things that work and don't work, and um, continue to do the things that work and work better and, and add value to our clients' lives, and we take away the things we find that don't for whatever reason. And Shannon and I, I think we work very well as a team. We have certain areas that we focus in that are complementary, so when someone works with us, they're actually working with both of us. Um uh, nutrition is a good example. When we first started out and we're working deep macros and all that kind of stuff, I was the lead uh, doing all the nutrition coaching. And then as we evolved to a more holistic um, and habit-based approach, Shannon has taken the lead. So Shannon now is the master nutrition coach 
Um, while I know what to say and do, and I know all the principles behind it, she's the lead in knowing the most per se. And um, on the corollary, doing stress coaching and HRV, um, I'm the lead right now where Shannon can do all the stuff, but um, I just spend more of my time becoming a little bit more masterful in it. I don't know if that answers the question. No, that helps a lot. And so, you know, you mentioned you mentioned um, health and fitness and nutrition coaching and HRV coaching as well. Are most of these with clients in person or online or both? Or how do, how do you normally? Excellent question. A uh, long time ago, it was just in person. And then as we evolved up, uh, we started doing some online support with people when they were doing traveling or when people moved out of the area, they still wanted to work with us. So We've actually been doing online coaching or training um, since around, uh, I think it's uh, 2009 or, or so. It's um, around 13 years or actually before that. Um, and then we've been evolving it ever since then. And then um, up until recently, it's been uh, kind of a hybrid split where we work with some people fully in person in the gym. Some people are totally remote and online. And then the hybrid people are the ones that we work with both in the gym and online. And uh, we just recently made the evolution to be tapering down and closing our gym. And we're taking our business 100% online coaching so that we can do the things we do, expand it out. And in addition to that, offer better value and a little bit uh, better lifestyle quality for us as we become location independent. Oh, my goodness, you guys. That's that's fantastic. Congratulations. That's uh that's a huge step. And, you know, a lot of people nowadays are starting to think about uh, creating an online business or, or, or moving their business to online. But y'all have kind of been in it longer than most, especially in kind of the health coaching and uh, health and fitness scene goes. And so that's fantastic to hear that you're feeling comfortable now to just move the entire business online. Uh, wow, it's a big step. <laughs> yeah, it was a totally organic process. Uh, there's a lot of activity now going for uh, people opting to do fully online off the bat or, or whatnot. And it, it was a huge learning curve to develop, find the tools and get them implemented and get systems done. It's um, We're finding it's an evolution from working in person. If, you, know, you need to really have that down on a masterful level to work with people remotely when you're not seeing them because there's uh, a lot more preparation, a lot more anticipation and uh, much more uh, detailed communications, uh, and it's it's not necessarily cutting back the hours you work, um, but it does cut out that location uh, specific that you need to be at. And you know, like I said, it was an organic, natural process. It wasn't something we planned on doing. It's just something that uh, life and clients and and business processes evolved us into, and and that's where we find ourselves now. Wow. Yeah. That's yeah. I totally agree. I mean, you know, before. I think a lot of the tools have kind of finally evolved to be able to help with that as well, because I've heard, uh, I can't remember who told me this, but they said a, a coach knows by looking in the eyes of their client, uh, you know, like what, what their status is or their training readiness or things like that. Um, but I think that was kind of, you know, like you said, before you had tools and the ability to communicate in such detailed ways through an online medium, and yeah, granted, there's there's going to be a little bit of sacrifice in certain situations where um, being able to be in person with somebody has irreplaceable benefits. But overall, I think, yeah, as you said, you didn't even plan it. It's kind of been a natural evolution where 
um, you're able to feel comfortable managing those relationships now completely online. So yeah, it's, um, you know, kind of along those same lines, since you've been doing it since 2009, you said, um, what are some of the challenges of working with clients online? I think, like I was mentioning, a number of people are either thinking about moving their business online or working with an online coach as a client, and they're not sure if if online coaching is for them or or whatnot. So maybe hearing what some of those challenges are and how you've overcome those might help. What do you think? Uh, a lot of the systems um, that we use and evolved are, are the same. We found ways to... Uh, I mean, for us, everything is a tool. It's not necessarily a, a major crutch. We've been the same way in the gym. We're not kettlebell people or suspension training people, but we have suspension devices and we have kettlebells and we use them when it's appropriate. And it's the same thing with software and apps and tools. Um, one of the big uh, complexities or things we had to overcome was um, the perception that you have to be one-on-one -on -one training or you have to be in-person. A lot of clients... They're just naturally trained that way because that's what everybody was and knows. So it was the same thing when we first started doing semi-private personal training. It was what people knew and how they wanted to uh, get things done. And then it's working to educate them and get them to experience it. Online training is the same way. Using the tools. Um, communications are uh, a big thing to build into your process and resolve. Um, but it, it's just in the end, it's being yourself. You got something on I was going to say, actually, one of the benefits of doing the programs online, specifically with me with nutrition, is that as people's lives continue to get busier and busier, attending that meeting at the studio at a set time was no longer convenient. So it started blocking them actually doing something about you know, their weight loss or workouts. And it ended up being a huge plus because they could get online anytime. And we've seen, we've seen the same mm. thing with personal training clients. A lot of them were in the perception that we had to have eyes on them and we had to be seeing them with them with the ability to record their movement and show it to us or them not having to be at our gym at a set time on a set day. Uh, we have clients who are actually performing better, getting better results and being more consistent in their training or their coaching process, whether they be just working on their fitness or their fitness and health, working with stress management, nutrition as well. Now, they're able to do it within their own time. So a lot of the things people think are challenges or obstacles that need to be overcome end up actually working to their uh, benefit because it allows them much more flexible options. Um, and we're able to actually keep tracks and uh, hold people more accountable than we did on the in-person process. Mm, that's huge. Yeah, I mean, it's almost... Um almost backwards in some cases to what you might think going into it. But I think, you know, for folks listening, it, it sounds like you would agree is that it's not necessarily that just going online and using email all of a sudden will make things better for everyone, but you actually kind of have to work to build some of those processes to make sure that your communication is uh, appropriate for an online medium and things like that. Is that, is that kind of what I'm hearing? Yeah. And I mean, the basic principles are still in place, too. You still need to be really, really good at what you do. It's um, if you can't train someone, whether it's nutrition or, or fitness or stress management, if you can't do it in person, you're probably not going to succeed online because online is a more evolved place and process than it is in person. Because like you said earlier, it's 
it's a lot easier for a coach to look somebody in their eyes and know if they're telling them the truth or giving them the, the feedback of really how they feel and where they're at. You can see that. Um, online, you can't see that. So you have to have a higher sense and higher skill set of, of what's going on and how to read things if you're going to be as effective. And so you, you're you moving the whole business online. So that includes nutrition, the HRV piece, and the fitness piece. Is there any other, are there any other pieces to that that, uh, or, or maybe I'm uh, mislabeling one of those pieces, or, or do you typically do all things with all clients? In the gym, we have set systems. So uh, they're, they're limited options, and they're usually all-inclusive because we've been around long enough to know that just working out in the gym isn't going to improve your health. It improves your fitness components if you're consistent and doing the right program, but it doesn't necessarily get you to lose weight and you're not necessarily going to be consistent because if we're not working on your mindset and your stress management and adjusting your workouts appropriately for your recovery, things aren't going to work out well and you're possibly at higher risk for other things. So in the gym, it's it's all one. We're, we're wanting to work with people. We're going to meet them where they're at, but your package includes nutrition HRV, stress management recovery, as well as uh, the fitness component for program design. Um, but what we're really looking at online is we're going to meet people with where they're at. We're able to flex a, a lot more with where they're at, but we're really wanting to coach health and fitness, which is why we're True North Fitness and Health. Um, so we're, we're looking to add the exercise and the nutrition, but a big component of moving forward online is we're wanting to put out the education and help people understand that health includes fitness. Fitness does not include health. So, yeah, you're going to get some exercise or some movement programming, um, but we're also really wanting to get you doing the HRV. We're really wanting to get to, to work on your food, your dietary practice, because all of those things, it's like a whirlwind. They all cross complement each other and they all contribute to one another and um, that's that's why a lot of people are really frustrated today because they're they think oh I'm going to do all this but I'm it's so complex I'm only going to work on this one subject and um, where we really want to come across is yeah there's multiple pieces so that does make it appear complex but really you can really boil it down and the principles are quite simple and that's where we want to come across we want to come across simplifying the process and getting people to start making steps to include all the components that are going to make them healthy because. I mean, in the end, we all know you can have a very high degree of fitness, but you can be quite unhealthy. You can be somewhat healthy, but be somewhat unfit and, you know, not eating well. So there, there's margins that need to be covered across the board. So long-winded answer to your question is, yes, it is exercise component. It is uh, daily activity and healthy activity for recoveries. It is nutrition and dietary practice. Um, and a large part is working with people getting that dashboard reading on the day to find out where am I starting relative to yesterday and what's my long-term trend also. In other words, you know, how's that feedback of how am I doing over time? And that's working with the uh, HRV resiliency component. Mm. Okay. Yeah. And so we'll uh, dig into that a little bit more. Um, but I want to ask a question that we get that's kind of common and, you know, how do you, uh, so I really like that you say that it, it is, there's a bigger picture. It's not just fitness. It's not, uh, not just nutrition, uh, not just stress management, that all of these pieces kind of contribute to your overall health. In fact, uh, we've had Paul Larson on the podcast before, and he 
co-authored a paper called Athletes Fit But Unhealthy. And it was looking at a high fit population that also exhibited signs of poor health and from all outward appearances would be would seem to be healthy, but um, aren't perhaps. And so, but like you said, even though that sounds like it's adding a bunch of complexity, really it doesn't have to, and that there's actually kind of some simple frameworks that you can use to kind of move in the right direction a little bit more holistically is, um, you know, one of the challenges though, when you start thinking down that path is how do you know which area to focus on? Do you, uh, is that something that, you know, like a, a client intake form that you use or just kind of gut feel, trial and error or experience based? You know, how do you kind of funnel people towards focusing on the thing that you think will get them the best results? That's an excellent, excellent question. And that is a lot of the startup process and kind of how to start working with people, not only in person, but online as well. And while we have our preconceived opinions based on anecdotal experience as well as education of a hierarchy of what we feel um, should be the approach, in the end, it's going to be a marriage between what we see and, and what we hear from the client as far as what they're willing to work on or where they are at. Um, you know, if, if they're not wanting to work on one area, we're not going to pile drive that section and say, this is what you have to do. We're going to meet them where they're at. We're going to work with them. Uh, with what they need to be doing, because in the end, they all need to be addressed. And sometimes you just have to focus on one area. And then while you have your attention and you get your short-term wins, the education continues. And then eventually the goal is down the road along that continuum is to get all the components in place at the appropriate level. And back to your question in the beginning, it's, it's, yeah, part of the intake form, part of the assessment process and finding out their goals, their needs, their wants, and what their gaps are. And something that's happened also with the HRV is once people start to understand more about it, their focus then changes because they're seeing the impact of their daily reading and how they feel and then what the guidance we give them. Because sometimes you think you need one thing, then you realize you actually need something else. Yeah, that's a really good component. Adding in HRV and where we are with it today was much different than where we thought we would be when we first started with it. But um, it's really allowed us to get to where we initially wanted to get to when we started, which is that lifestyle coaching uh, focus. And because what happens today, most people go into a gym looking for an exercise program to get healthy, you know, to improve their health, to feel better and all that other kind of stuff. But exercise, that's not what it does. It improves your fitness. It doesn't necessarily improve your health. Well, Getting them to do the HRV and looking where they're at, working with them on it, seeing the reactions and responses to things other than their exercise, uh, it really opens up the dialogue so that now the narrative is more on health and how fitness activities and, and daily activities contribute or take away from that, and then how diet contributes or takes away from that, how their recovery, such as sleep, rest, uh, alcohol, eating out, whatever it is, add or take away from it. Now we're getting into all those other tangential contributing components that are actually a much larger component than what they or others really kind of want to admit to. And that allows us to get them to a much better place. 
Mm. And before we kind of dig into some of the, you know, how you use the tools and things, uh, do you find that conversation to be challenging to kind of branch out from the fitness component or kind of the obvious things like a diet or nutrition plan into the, the realm of alcohol and recovery modalities and things like that, that people kind of tend to keep behind closed doors more often? We've, we've been very fortunate that our clients are, are very forthcoming. Um, the only way to get better and the only way to improve is to be honest. And it's being honest with yourself first that you can then be honest with somebody else. Because as coaches, when someone, as an example on nutrition, they said they're following a plan most of the time. We all know that means <laughs> they're at about 60%. You know, so we're when they know and our clients know we're doing this as their coach, we're on their team. Um, there's no judgment. And when people have a no judgment zone, then they're able to open up also. And you really can work together. Yeah, that's you. That that was a good point to bring up, Jason. Because it, um, the word, my first word that came to mind when you asked that is you, the word I use probably ninety eight percent of the time. Somebody asked me a, a health or fitness related question. I'm a, my first comment back is, well, it depends, because um, every everything is relative. Um, getting that conversation going depends on a lot of things. That it, it and it primarily depends in Shannon's and I position on the. The relationship that we're able to build with those people and the trust we're able to establish and and we do that fairly well and 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 naturally because we're pretty straightforward and direct we don't dive into a lot of the things that is in the industry today where it's it's a lot of a emotion or mlm type of activity when it comes to the marketing and, and things we're i mean we're, we're in our mid-50s we're not BSing around, we we shoot to the point. We talk true in a non-demeaning, very supporting, positive environment that really draws people in. And then it depends on people's personal backgrounds. Um, people come from a myriad of places, mentally, psychologically, um, from their experience. And um, sometimes the wall's a little bit higher to climb. But when you level out the playing field and help them understand that this is dealing with your health now. And moving forward and where you're at now is based on that entire accumulation of your past. Um, and we're here to help. Um, so far, we've been very successful in helping to break down those walls to uh, a good degree and, and start making progress. Well, that's fantastic. And I think it's, it's a testament to both of you for um, being able to break down those walls and especially continuing to feel comfortable being able to do so moving into an entirely online uh relationship with those clients. And so as you kind of move into the online world, and even when you are, uh, you know, finishing up your in-person uh, work here, what are, how do the tools kind of play a role? You know, what, what are you checking daily or weekly or, or how often do you uh, use those things with your clients? We are in and out of all the platforms. Um, Pretty much daily, and uh, we'll be building actually a a more thorough process of checking in and out with people as we do. But we've been using the tools we're going to be migrating everything into. We've been using those for the last couple of years with all of our clients already. So it's a very natural evolution for our 
in-person clients and our hybrid clients to go this way. It's that one last little umbilical that's being severed, which is the face-to-face thing. So it's it's definitely not without mixed emotions. Shannon and I love our clients, and we have a, a very tight, friendly, fun uh, uh, relationship with all of them. And uh, so it's it's tough to make that move forward, but we know that that is our future and where we need to be moving to. And um, so it's it's a process for them to follow along. And it's the only change is, is we're not providing the gym or the physical location where people meet. Everything's going to turn into either a, a video coaching session meeting or um, that type of process. So, you know, we have a custom app that we're using for communications and exercise programming delivery. We have a, a platform where we're capturing their heart rate variability and resting heart rate daily, and we're trending that over time and using that as an integrated component on where they should be and how they should be adjusting. And we work very heavily in the education component of how to use that information daily. And then nutrition also. And in addition to all of that, we haven't gotten into is for some people, if they want to come in and add it on, we also have a specialty in heart rate training. So um, that's a platform also that, that some people can use. It's you know more of our athletes and our Spartan race clients uh, are into that type of level of approach, but they're all online. They all have team or like coaching platforms that we can get in. We can see the status. We can uh, integrate and assimilate one person's information across the platform and move them forward, progress them in the most appropriate way manner. And all they need to be doing is just what actually ends up being pretty simple is just capture the data and let the systems upload it automatically into these team pages and then let us still do what we've been doing the same way for the last three, four, five years, which is going online, taking a look at the information and relating it back to you and answering questions and providing you the information and consultation to get better in the avenues and areas you feel you need to. Okay. So from uh, like an HRV perspective, then are you checking in daily with your clients usually or, or weekly, or how do you like to use the HRV values specifically? When someone starts up, it's a, a very high degree of interaction, sometimes multiple times daily. Um, while we still have some training videos and, and things that people go through, uh, there's it's it's new and it's it's pretty radical, um, but it's really fun. And um, when people embrace it and get it going, it's it's that high level of interaction in the beginning. But yes, we're into our platform daily, and because we have people across multiple time zones, we're actually into it multiple times daily. Uh, we run a, a a decent size team, is what it's called. So. You know, we're in there checking as people are getting the readings done and, and um, looking for the exception reports, which is people that have a high change or a high change relative to uh, what they are normally. <clears throat> and then we're sending them a message and checking up and um, seeing if they are making proper adjustments or if they understand what the issues are um, and getting them to, you know, hopefully down the road, make those decisions day by day or trusting us and messaging us saying, Hey, I'm a, you know, I'm a yellow three or yellow four PS. This is what I was going to do. Yada, yada. And we can quick message that. And then in the end is um, quarterly, we do a screen video recording of their status and their trend over time. So we can help them understand, you know, over the last uh, three months, this is where things look, this is how you're changing. 
you know, you've done well here. This is why this changed at this point in time, because we're keeping notes as to, you know, when people are sick or when there are people on vacation or, you know, when a holiday came, when something good or bad happened and they had a huge swing. So it's, they see the results, they get reminded of that. And we keep reminding them that it's really day by day, the interactions are important, but it's the trend over time. That's the assessment of if those day by day decisions are in truth, making a long-term positive effect, which is why we're doing this. That's a big point. I think that, um, a lot of people kind of struggle with and just, and naturally so just kind of thinking from like an evolutionary perspective, we're really wired to deal with short-term immediate problems. And it's, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, it's easy to think about that there are long-term things involved, but it's hard to actually, you know, act upon things that are long-term, um, without support and, and help from other and effort and stuff. So, um, it's, it's really interesting to see that or hear that you do a quarterly review of the long-term trend and, and you've found that to be helpful with people being able to see their trend and kind of actually looking back on it. Cause I feel like maybe that's where people are kind of dropping or like, struggling with that long-term piece is if you never go back and look at the trend from three, six months ago or whatever it is, then obviously, you know, you're not going to learn much from it. Um, so are people pretty receptive to that? Uh, we have found once we started implementing that, which, you know, we weren't smart enough to do that in the beginning, we were trying to communicate that other ways. We finally found a way that worked, uh, for us and our processes. And, and, and yeah, we usually are, you know, pretty called weird or, or something. We're usually pretty far ahead of the curve on a lot of what we do. Um, but to answer your question, yes, um, by a landslide, we're, we're helping people to see that connection of why do I need to be doing this every single day? God, this is kind of difficult or boring, or I don't know why I do this. Like, you know, there's such minuscule changes. And then they get to see that, you know, screen share and, and what's going on. And we connect those things. Um, there's a, uh, several clients I can think of who we've made a key connection with and have really become a much more committed, not only to being more consistent in their, in their HRV readings every day, but, um, a renewed vigor as far as their diet or their exercise program. So that it was significant to moving them to a healthier place mentally, um, which is moving them to a healthier place physically. Mm. And, you know, I would just comment if you, if you don't mind my sharing this with the world, uh, that your team is definitely very active. Um, you know, uh, you uh, we kind of keep statistics and things and you and I have just, or you're all three of us rather Rob Shannon and I have all kind of been closely, uh, in communication as we roll out new features and things like that. And I can't help but notice that even on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, you have a lot of readings in your team and people are quite uh, quite consistent with their readings, um, uh, whereas uh, a lot of folks are more cyclical in our experience with our communications with them. But um, it sounds like that's kind of a testament to, one, you're actually checking it daily. So, you know, they know somebody's actually there uh, to do something with the data. And then two, it sounds like a huge breakthrough has been this quarterly review process 
Um, you know, is there some intermediary between like a, a weekly check-in or anything like that? Or is it kind of just a kind of free flowing in the, in between those? I would, uh, I would say it goes to, I mean, we really do check in daily. If we need to help them make a course correction, we're, we get in contact with them right away. But otherwise, if it's, if it's staying steady and they don't, they're looking good, HRV is staying consistent, then they're following along and continually making what we call health deposits. And we're not seeing as many withdrawals. I like right. that. So go ahead. Go ahead, Rob. No, I, I was just going to add to that and say that, um, that that's exactly our, our mindset. Um, we're checking in you know, multiple times daily, depending on their time zone of where people at. Uh, people can uh, come in on a, a more aggressive coaching pattern, which is a monthly review and follow up, which is, you know, there's, that's going to be their direct coaching of things to do. The monitoring process is coming up every quarterly. Um, and like we said, that has had a huge effect on their consistency, especially with the daily course corrections as somebody goes red or if they're red two days or, you know, really spinning out, then we, we send an email to follow up and there's a little bit of coaching that goes on there, plan detective. And, um, and the, the, the positive effect goes even to, I think it was last week. It's within the last week, we have a client in D.C. who um, gave birth to, uh, what is it, Shannon, her third child? Third child. She did her HRV the morning she gave birth. She was yellow. (laughs) (laughs) She was yellow. Nice. (laughs) That's fantastic. I mean, that's, uh, you know, I... Someone would only do that if they're perceiving there's value add on the other end of it, I would think. Um, so, well, and I think that's where the education really has come into play. And that's always been since Rob and I started is to truly help people understand the why. Anybody can go on a diet, lose 10 pounds, but unless you learn to change the habits and understand the why behind it. Once the quote unquote diet period is over, they put the weight on and then the five, 10 extra after. So it's education that we feel has continuously been missing. And each one of us has different stressors when it comes to HRV. For one individual, it could be sugar, another, it could be alcohol, another sleep, another over exercising. Uh, so when you really start putting it together, it's it really is amazing when they get it and they're like, oh, that's why I feel like crap. You know, I don't want to keep doing this because I'm seeing how negatively this behavior affects my body. Mm-hmm. It's very powerful. That's huge. No, I appreciate that. And, and so from your experience, um steering towards those different things like sleep or stress management or sugar or alcohol. Um, is that something that, you know, you know, from day one, what to focus on, or you kind of just go based on their goals and some of what your, your initial intake, uh, gives you. And then over time you kind of discover some of those things. It's, um, I I think it's an, evolutionary and educational process with the client. Shannon and I have been doing heart rate variability for uh, 
I don't know, either like five or seven years. I know we first started, I think, before you had come out with Elite. Mm -hmm. Um, we were using a, another app from a guy over in Europe and I was playing with it, looking at that. And then a similar app came out here in the States. I used that, got educated through that and used that for a while. Um, and then found our way to elite, which, um, I'm still very impressed with and think it's the best thing out there. But, um, we, we started using it with, um, our athlete teams for Spartan racing. And it was purely based on my education for HRV, which was all in the athletic and the performance world. And, you know, we had a team of about 15 to 20 athletes using it. And Shannon and I used it for several years before, honestly, we figured out how to use it um, from an art, um, detect, analyze, apply to the world and come up with real actionable outcomes daily. Um, it took us a long time to figure all that out. But we... We started using that with our Spartan race team, and we, it was frustrating because uh, we were finding out that as intense and everything as the Spartan training is, it wasn't the training that had a significant impact on their variability of their heart rate, you know, their reading, readiness reading every day. It was, it was the real world things going on in their life, and sometimes it was the exercise that was actually a release for those things, so it was uh, it was another year, year and a half of frustration of trying to figure out how to use it until we finally just, again, like everything else in our business, it's been an organic evolutionary uh, process. We finally figured out, it's just like, you know what, this tool is for lifestyle. It is for, you know, general living and, and, and balance. So we started, we switched our own mindset to start using it in that way. We used it for probably another race series. And then um, at that point, we're like, okay, this is too valuable. This is too important. And we're seeing too much excellent return from people and their improvements mentally, physically, health-wise, lack of sickness, and just being overall healthier. We, we figured we have to roll this out to the entire gym, to all of our clients. Um, and it's not without a purpose and cost. So... Um, even though we guaranteed people that their rates would never go up, we told them this was going on. And anyone that came on board within the first 30 days, it would only go up a couple of bucks. And then after that, it would be actually a service we added in. Uh, we had about half the GM come on board with that. Um, and that's what started our process many years ago of doing lifestyle coaching using heart rate variability. And it's been just an unbelievable ride since then of working with people and helping them go through the same educational evolutionary process that Shannon and I now know to expect. And based on intake forms, we know if you're not sleeping well, or if you're taking in soda, eating out, doing sugar, we know what your triggers are most likely, but it's just like when you do an initial assessment, someone coming in, it's like, I think I know what I'm going to find, but I'm going to do this assessment. I'm going to do this movement screen. I'm going to do these specific deeper dive tests and prove things out. That's what exactly what happens now with this tool is we now look at it and our clients can now make the connection that they've been denying that sleep isn't their issue, that they're just resilient as all get out. They're superhuman. They only need three hours of sleep a night. They can get away with one meal a day. They only need four ounces of water every day. And then, <laughs> and then, oh, by the way, holy crap, you know, my HRV tanks when I don't get any sleep. And it's like, okay, so now what are we going to do about that? Well, now they get some sleep. HRV goes up. So now it's an independent marker 
that's undeniable and the client has to accept it. And it, it's just awareness. You know, we, we build up these walls. We're in denial. We're, we're taught that working 50 hours a day and not getting sleep and being busy all the time, that's a huge badge of honor. That's my badge and I'm good at it. But it's costing you your life. And that's the breakthrough we're having with a lot of our clients is now they're seeing what these significant triggers are. And as we eliminate one, well, of course, the next trigger becomes significant where it was repressed or not as effective. Now that one rises up. So it's always something to work on and keep getting better. Um, and that, that's the benefit we're seeing. That's huge. There's a couple points there that I wanted to to. Uh, make and w- one is our professional sports teams, our national teams, even the Olympic level, and some of the top elite athletes that use our platform. Their coaches have actually said similar things. They were surprised because they got into HRV and they thought it was going to be helping them tailor training, and it does do that to some degree. But they found that travel or alcohol or sleep those types of things tend to impact their athletes more than the training, which, you know, they're training multiple hours a day in some cases. Um, and so that's really interesting to hear that the similar, uh, evolution that you've had and makes it such a, an interesting metric to use. And so, um, you know, kind of along those same lines, uh, so when, when you start out with a, a client, you know, and you tell them, hey, we're going to measure HRV with you. Uh, how do you bring that up with the client? How do you tell them or do you get them to capture data before they have the initial consultation or after, you know, the initial consultation? And just uh, throwing a couple questions out there at once, I guess, but feel free to tackle in any order. We actually have them once they get started with us. We have them do about a 14-day consecutive reading to get their baseline. Okay, that makes sense. And in that time, we're asking questions as we're going on. That's why Rob said it's a little bit more intensive in those first two weeks to kind of notice the triggers that are going on and what causes the HRV to go up and down. Right. And so uh, when you explain it to them in the beginning, is it, um, you know, uh, we're going to be measuring this marker that you've probably never heard of. It sounds like heart rate, but it's not. It's uh, you know, a measure of the nervous system. In uh, if you use it correctly, it can show you different things like this or that. Is that kind of how that conversation goes? And do if so, yes or no? And then how do people kind of perceive that when they're getting started? Well, like Rob said, it it is yes. And then um, the eyes get glossy (laughs) because in speaking, when you say parasympathetic and sympathetic, it's still not understood what that means, PSS. So we try to explain it a little bit more in the respect of uh, about like if a lion was chasing you, your body goes into a sympathetic state. As when you're relaxed, your body then can go into rest and digest. That education process takes a little bit of time to go through. So it's not understood off the bat in most instances. Yeah. If if I understand your question, Jason, I think you're looking for that initial introduction of, hey, here's this really cool thing we do. And if that's the question, then 
that kind of drives organically in the conversation after they do their assessment. Almost, like I said in the beginning, almost everything people are looking for when they come to a personal trainer, a fitness coach, or whatever you want to call your position out there for the pros in this area, they people are looking for health. They're either scared or have fear of some type of health issue current or coming in the future due to family or, or other, you know, recent doctor visit, um, or they have something going on from a movement perspective, but they're wanting to feel better. They're wanting to move better. They're wanting to perform better, which by the way, happens to be part of our tagline, perform better, you know, feel good, perform better, be your best. Um, but in doing that, what we do is there's always a way to connect it to your health. And once you start talking about health, now, boom, drop the mic. Now we're talking about heart rate variability because that is the number one foundational measure, in our opinion, uh, dashboard input for your uh, for your health. I mean, there's other markers. You know, you got blood pressure, you got, you know, blood numbers. There's a lot of other things. But this is a non-invasive, quick little five-minute check-in you can do every day that in kind of benchmarks where your health is. And then we trend that mark over time, you know, so you're pretty consistent with the data input. And from there, we can assess if what you're doing overall is making you better or not. And if it's not, then we need to change it and and move forward into something else. It's the same as tracking your weights when you lift, you know, either you're lifting heavier, you're lifting lighter, but if you're doing something, you're either getting better or not. And if you're not measuring it, you have no idea what you're doing. So that's the un underlying foundational measure. And in order to get started, this is all it is. It's just five minutes. This is what it takes. It gives us tremendous insight as to how to individually and customly adjust your programming. And it gives all different types of feedback. I mean, uh, and now with the experience, we can talk about how we've had somebody going on an elimination diet, found out they were, uh, I mean, <laughs> the next day reading was a surprise even to me, but they're allergic to strawberries. Um, oh, and wow. it was a significant change there. Um, we, we've had people come up with um, a, uh, a knot or a nodule adjacent to their heart. And we picked that out looking at the, uh, the wildly variable readings in the heart rate rhythm and the results that were getting the heart rate variability. We had a client who couldn't get uh, their numbers up. So they finally listened to us and went to get checked out and ended up that she had a tumor on her, I think it was her liver, um, and got that resolved. So we, we've had some, some real significant lifestyle impacting wins over time that we're able to speak to now and say, this is what happens on the one-off when, when these are going, uh, you know, and, and this, we're able to determine this based on, you know, the numbers. And so far there's not been anybody who's not go, yeah, no, I don't want any of that. <laughs> It's nice to yeah be able to point to some of those anecdotes and things that you have now in your back pocket. But it, to me, it, like it's pretty amazing that you're able to see some of this via an online medium, just looking at simple measures that people can capture at home. Um, that's that's powerful stuff. So uh, kudos to y'all for being able to be. It sounds like you know some of that critical time of getting people involved in it is not only just telling them, hey, there's this powerful tool we're going to use, but then in that first two weeks, being really high touch with them probably mm -hmm. helps across the board with them taking it seriously as far as both monitoring and also 
sticking to the protocol of whatever that you've got them doing. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a fun process, you know, and I, my background is reliability and electrical engineering. So I, I love getting geeky with the numbers and, you know, Excel spreadsheet and, and charting and, and trending and predicting and all those types of things. And, and of course that gives Shannon a lifelong, very challenging task of trying to get me not to be so techno geeky. It starts way back when we first started coaching at boot camp, and she kept telling me, "It's like Rob, you cannot keep talking about the rectus femoris, you know, and the vastus lateralis, and yeah, you know, they're just they're going glossy-eyed. Just say your legs." I go, "God, I can't say that." But he did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. There's always a nice, uh, there's a healthy balance to strike, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's uh, she's she's made great progress with me over time. <laughs> well, that's interesting. So you're, um, you know, not to go too far off on the side, but we it sounds like we have a similar background. I did uh, IT for reliability engineering in the oil and gas industry prior to founding Elite HRV, um, and you know, y'all have been doing this for a number of years, and it sounds like you kind of have different backgrounds, kind of leading up to that. I know that we're already almost. 45 minutes or more into this, but, you know, what are the backgrounds that kind of led you to taking this approach for using data to guide health decisions or even health coaching in general? What kind of got you all into this? You want to take this one, hon? Oh, I'm going to let you. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's all your fault. <laughs> uh, well, from, from work in reliability uh, engineering, I moved to Southern California, um, and getting into manufacturing, and uh, it's when I was doing manufacturing and quality uh, engineering at a, a capital equipment manufacturer, I met Shannon, and we both were in transition. Um, I was looking to do something else, and so was she. We both figured out that we wanted to get into uh, um, health education and training, personal training, and we went started out with the kids' business because we wanted to get into lifestyle coaching for individuals and families. and. I was a single parent at the time, and uh, we both knew that getting to adults, getting going through their kids first was an automatic in. Otherwise, people have all these walls. Um, and, and we just we have the, the perfect blend of both personalities and backgrounds. I'm very technical, um, somewhat introvertive, um, being sarcastic in that somewhat, and uh very, you know, technical, mathematical science. You know, I, I love the biomechanics and the physics behind movement and the macros and nutrition and all that kind of stuff. Shannon comes from a background of um, catering and um, uh, was the hospitality industry. And so she is people driven. I mean, one of the things people always tell you about, you know, when they walk into a room is Shannon just lights it up with her smile and the sparkle in her eyes. And you just you cannot feel bad no matter how you feel prior to when you walk in and Shannon greets you with that big smile. So she's like the queen of hospitality. Um, so she's got all that that she brings in that I do not. Um, and I've got all the technical stuff that brings in. So together we have that really perfect real world marriage and professional marriage of, of skills. And we both have our sides we bring into it. And when I'm trying to be really technical and all this is going to be really whiz bang and man, this is just awesome. It sounds like, yeah, not really, because you're just going to lose people on that second sentence right there. <laughs> so, that sounds so like she, a... she, she makes my Yeah, she makes my stuff very acceptable, and, and I add some technical whiz to her stuff, and, and what we end up producing together is that ultimate winning combination of 
connecting to people, communicating and educating, and then using science to really move everything forward to capture what is necessary and applicable and beneficial and not wasting our time on what's not. So that component is a lot of me and my reliability and the way I naturally am. Um, and then the connection with people and, and all that is Shannon brings it into it. So it's, uh, yeah, it, it's, it's a real winning combination. Uh, that's great. Yeah. The, you know, a lot of complementary skill sets and then it's interesting to find that, you know, with both of those skill sets, you're moving forward into this online business, uh, world. And I think it sounds like Shannon's smile might be one of the, um, biggest things that you're going to be giving up from that in-person uh, interaction with clients? <laughs> Actually, no. When I was in the hotel business, people always told me they could hear my smile on the phone. Oh, we'll see there. And with video conferencing and phone calls, it'll always be there. Perfect. No, yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, it's, that's fantastic. I mean, I, I think I'm sure that there's a actual like visual manifestation of that too but i think it's kind of also just symbolic to the way that you both and maybe increasingly uh thanks to shannon's influence on you rob but uh <laughs> you you uh you both kind of you know have uh, that openness to you easy to talk to um instilling trust in the person talking to you and i know that we've had many conversations online um mm -hmm. about the platform and even since you're so active in the dashboard, a lot of times, uh, you know, we make an, a feature update and there may be like a small bug and you're like the first person to see it. Um, <laughs> and, you know, your interactions with me have always been uh, prompt, straightforward, but polite and very uh, thorough when needed. So, um, you know, all of that, I think, is big kudos. But I think you're also going to be coming out with um, a new kind of, launch pretty soon of a product that will help in your online business launch. What, what is that? You kind of, I, I don't really actually know much about it, um, but you can maybe tell us a little bit about it. Yeah. Shannon, you want to do this? Yes. Um, the name, <laughs> you can tell who the talker is. <laughs> the name of the business that we are going to be launching is called Stress Made Simple. And HRV is the center component of it. Um, the program will be coming out in August. And with it, we really want to help people truly understand how stress can affect their life. And with HRV, I mean, this is where we feel we have a window into our central nervous system. And your central nervous system isn't necessarily something that you feel, which we're reminded of when we take our readings, um, but also to help people understand that stress doesn't have to be overwhelm and a negative and to really help them break it down. So we've come up with something uh, that we've made called the resilience method, and it'll be offered as a jumpstart program, a six-week work with a coach, and then we also have a four-month concierge coaching program. So we're really excited to be bringing this forward. Mm, that sounds really great. Um, I always like the sound of a concierge. It just sounds like something <laughs> that I want would want to do. <laughs> um, but no, so that, that offers 
new options for people, it sounds like, for being able to work with you. Um, so you have the six-week jumpstart and then the concierge, and that's all online uh, interaction, right? Correct. All of it is online. So people can find that anywhere, basically, uh, in the world that they are and and interact with you through those programs. And congratulations. That sounds exciting that y'all are launching yeah, that. Thank you. Thank you. And the name of the website is stressmadesimple.com. Stressmadesimple.com. Now that's great. And also kind of, I guess, while we're on the subject is, you know, where can people find you in general? Is that the best place to go right now? Or should they look elsewhere too to see what else you're up to? They can also go to truenorthfitness.com. And that is where our online coaching and fitness exercise and nutrition will be able to be found in both websites. And our email that you can reach us is beyourbest at truenorthfitness.com. Okay, perfect. And we'll put links to those in the show notes over at elitehrv.com slash podcast. And that's truenorthfitness.com and stressmadesimple.com. And um, so kind of, you know, as we're kind of getting to the end of this uh, episode, I uh, just wanted to ask a couple of quick questions. You know, what is one thing that uh, a lot of people uh, kind of have an epiphany on when they first see that three-month uh, review of their HRV data? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Putting you on the spot. Yeah, you are. It's, uh, <laughs> it's a really good question, too, also, because when people first start out, on one hand, we're trying to coach them that your numbers are independent and you really need to pay attention to your numbers. and your personal changes, but there are uh, normatives uh, out there or, or normal standards of what's healthy and unhealthy. Um, and we're working on educating people like on that very tactfully because uh, there's people out there that have great numbers and there's people out there that have uh, some uh, questionable or, or scary levels of numbers. So at that first three month review, I'm talking about some of those numbers and some of those relative levels. And it's also allowed me three months to get to know where this person is psychologically and personally. So I understand how I can coach them much more effectively, whether I can be like if it's a law enforcement or a military person, I, I can be direct and, and very forthright on the numbers. If I'm dealing with someone that comes from uh, a more a personal background of, of challenge and, and controversy, then I understand to be, uh, while respectful, you know, not necessarily overly delicate, but what they do see is that um, for the most part, that stress is not what they think stress is, and it's affecting them in those ways, and that they, uh, they get a little bit more motivated to take action, whereas they might have been kind of cooling their jets and just doing their numbers for the first couple of months. They become much more interested and seeing that, you know, okay, this and this and this happened over these three months, and I can see relative to my normal numbers that I really took a dive or I recovered well here. So they they, they make that first connection of um, seeing the trend and like, oh, holy cow, this goes here and that. So the specific is different for each person, but the commonality is that they do have an epiphany at that quarterly review and that we start making some some pretty good marches forward at that point. Hmm. And then in, just any other thoughts you think? I mean, I think uh, we're definitely, like I mentioned at the beginning, 
both Rob and Shannon are active in our community's Facebook group. So um, if anyone's interested in communicating with them, you can chat with them there. But anything else you want the community to hear before we kind of wrap up? Um, one, we once we the more we know about heart rate variability, the more we see it as a foundational measure that everyone should be doing. There's a lot to it. Um, a lot to learn. If you don't want to go through the self-learning process, then find a coach that you connect with and, uh, and get them to bring you up to speed on it. Um, if you would like to communicate with us on that, um, I'm in the Elite HRV Facebook group uh, quite often, poking in and out, and uh, I address issues I feel comfortable with or I see that aren't getting addressed. Um, we also have a public um, coaching group in Facebook called um, uh, uh, what is it on the Be Better Project? The Be Better You. The Be Better You Project. Um, that's available for anyone to connect into. We're also listed on the Elite HRV Directory of Experts, so you can find us through there. Um, we were very kindly asked to to apply for that, so that was cool. Um, and then otherwise, contact us through our websites or so. But uh, we're so founded in HRV that I mean, I'm up to a 300 day consecutive reading. And um, most of our people only have a couple of days missed. That's how much we believe in it. And we're founding much of our future on using HRV because at this time, with what we know, HRV is a superior thing to be looking at and measuring compared to anything else that we do. They're all complimentary and supportive of it. Um, but I, it's, it's, it's the most transitional thing I've seen yet. I appreciate that. And that's definitely why we're interested in it as well. And, you know, just to kind of wrap up too, from my end is that um, all of these things we talked about today are things that individuals can do for themselves, look back on their own trends, for example, mm -hmm. or think about things at a bigger picture, um, looking at lifestyle in order to improve performance. But I also have been saying from the very beginning, um, I actually came into this business as a coach originally. And, uh, you know, I don't take individual clients or anything anymore myself, but I always say that working with a coach is definitely hands down the best way to get results. Um, obviously there's varying quality of, of coaching out there, but, um, you know, being able to have that support and having somebody like Robin Shannon, who have a lot of experience and willingness to look in and, and have a, a, you know, vested interest in your success is huge. So um, I just want to, uh, you know, highlight that, that that's still my opinion for sure. <laughs> uh, thank you. Um, definitely. Well, yeah, and thank the both of you for coming on and sharing, um, you know, Again, uh, a great team, very complimentary uh, skill sets, and we look forward to staying in touch and growing together with your uh, generous feedback as well as, uh, you know, sharing this message with the community and, and stressmadesimple.com and all of the exciting things on the horizon. So thanks so much for coming. Thank you, Jason. All righty. We'll wrap up there. Thanks. Sponsored by HRVCourse.com. Truly understand the science and mechanisms behind heart rate variability and how to apply them towards your goals. Use discount code ELITEPODCAST for 10% off your first HRV course. That's all one word, ELITEPODCAST. Visit HRVCourse.com to get access today.